Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to The Drive with Josh Downs. Today's episode is episode 502, Falling to Your System. Okay, a couple of things first. Now, with this new format of mine, I just wanted to clarify a couple things. First, I failed to mention that new episodes for The Drive will be coming out every Monday. That's the day that you can look forward to getting them. I like Mondays since that's the first day of the week. And really, the idea is that whatever thought, principle, tool, or topic that is introduced, that it will be something that can be focused on and worked on and implemented in your life during the week. And again, to supplement that effort, as I mentioned last time, I will be releasing a study and teaching guide on each episode so as to help you further explore that particular topic and most importantly, better teach it and learn it together in your family. Now, I've been asked where these can be found and I'm glad I was asked that because I actually didn't do a very good job in telling you where to go to find them. But let me tell you now where you can access these study and teaching guides. They can, first of all, be found on my website at www.joshdowns.com store. And I'm still working on really finalizing this and putting all this together. But for now, that's where you can find them. That's where they can be accessed. And the one from last week is there now live for you to download for free. Moving forward, I will be charging for each one as they take a considerable amount of time to put together. And they end up being about roughly, I'd say, three to four pages each. And these lesson plans are filled with things like suggested activities that you can use to better help teach these principles and topics, as well as some of the best quotes and stories that you can use to really drive these lessons home. There's questions that you can ask and different ways and modalities to really teach these topics and help instill them within your own children and families. And again, these will be coming out each week corresponding with the episode that's released on Monday as well. And in addition to that, I'm going to be going back and revisiting some of the old episodes I've done, some of my favorites, and putting together these lesson plans and study guides for them as well. Now, to help you be able to find them even quicker, I will be also including links in the show notes on whatever platform you listen to this podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, or Google, or any others, you'll be able to have a direct link to where you can find these lesson plans in those notes. Now, the purchase of these lesson plans will go towards supporting the show and providing additional content in the future. Another option that you'll have eventually to get access to them is that I will be launching relatively soon a subscription service that will basically give you access to everything that I'll be coming out with. You'll have access to all the transcripts from past and future episodes, each lesson plan that is released each week, In addition to all the lesson plans, it will be periodically being added to past episodes. There will also be audiobooks, as well as several subscriber-only podcasts and podcast series that I have in mind to release in the near future, including a podcast again for teens. I have just been passionate about wanting to get back and doing that. Basically, episodes that will be very condensed and shortened to be between about three to five minutes so that you can easily fit them into your drive to school. And these are really just a few of the things that I have planned and now the time to do. And so I'm going to ask for your support just a little bit in the coming days, weeks, and months as I make this transition. In addition to all that, I've actually started a GoFundMe account as well that you'll be able to access from my show notes or website also. Because starting a new business is never easy, and this has been no exception. 
I think as I mentioned in earlier episodes, I left my job back in April to pursue helping others through coaching and mentoring and speaking. And although it has been incredibly rewarding, it's also been incredibly stressful. (laughs) Between my savings and retirement, I've been able to buy myself some time, but that window is closing pretty fast. I believe in what I'm doing, and I believe this is what God wants me to do. But I never want to limit the ways and means by which He may choose to operate. I've certainly come to see, as I'm sure that you have, that He often blesses us through others more often than not. I know this is all going to work out. There's no question in my mind about that. But I feel like I need to buy just a little more time for everything to really get going and fall into place. So I'm going to just simply ask each of you listening that if this is something that has been helpful to you, and and you've come to believe in what I'm trying to do and build here as well, and if you would like to or feel so inclined to contribute to that effort and be a part of it beyond just listening, that you would consider purchasing these study and teaching guides. Maybe join the subscription or just simply make a donation to my GoFundMe account. I literally want to change the world and show the world a better way to live through helping, through lifting, and through giving of what we have to others. And as this continues to build and take off, you'll see exactly what I mean even more than you have already which if you have come to know me at all through listening to this podcast or seeing what I'm doing outside this podcast, I know that you know that any income that I receive will be used to increase the good in the world. That is just what I'm trying to do. Now, enough about all of that. Thank you for letting me clarify those things, however. Today's episode is titled Falling to Your System and is based on a quote that I love from author James Clear from his book Atomic Habits which I'd imagine most of us have probably heard about, but if you've not read that, make sure to add that to your list. It's an amazing book. Now, with this being the start of a new year and all of us feeling the inclination to set new goals, right, or to move in a new trajectory, to evaluate where we've been and resolve to be better, to do better, and to have more of whatever it is that we want, because that's just what comes with a new year. However, as I've addressed many times, as you have, I'm sure, experienced many times, Setting these life-changing and direction-changing goals can be a very frustrating and defeating process, so much to the point that many nowadays don't even see the value any longer of setting goals, instead thinking to themselves that, well, I've tried to accomplish this goal or that goal so many times and failed that what's the point anymore? I know I've been there before, and I'd imagine you have too. Well, it's true. Changing who we are is not as easy as just setting a goal. However, you do have to have goals. You have to have a vision, which is why vision boards, I believe, are so important. It's not enough to just write down your goals. You need to see them, imagine them, feel them, smell them, taste them, experience them in your mind. The more real they become in you, the more real they will become outside of you. Your inner world is what will shape your outer world. And for specific instruction on how to create and utilize vision boards, Again, download the free study and teaching guide in the show notes from last week's episode, episode 501, The Drive, or from my website, joshdowns.com forward slash store. However, creating that vision, as important as it is, is still just the beginning. In the Disney movie, The Princess and the Frog, if you remember that one, young Tiana says to her father that in her friend Charlotte's fairy tale book, it says that if you make a wish on the evening star, it's sure to come true. 
boy, there isn't any one of us or any kid for that matter, right, that hasn't heard that phrase and dreamed it to be true for themselves as well. However, her father responds with great wisdom by teaching her a very important principle. He says, yes, you wish and you dream with all your little heart. But you remember, Tiana, that old star can only take you part of the way. You got to help him with some hard work of your own. And then, yeah, you can do anything you set your mind to. The work that will bring our wishes and dreams and visions to reality will be found in the little things that we do each and every day consistently over time. That's the hard work. That's what he was referring to. Or that is what's also referred to as our system. According to Wikipedia, a system is a a group of interacting or interrelated elements that act according to a set of rules to form a unified whole. It's these small interacting or interrelated elements and actions that we do day in and day out that form our systems, that lead to habits and bring about change to the whole of our lives. It's these habits that we form or fail to form that will either make or break our goals, our dreams, and the vision for our life that we have. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear shares his belief that if you're having trouble changing your habits, the problem isn't you. (laughs) The problem is your system. He points out that you do not rise to the level of your goals. You instead fall to the level of your systems. And I just love his methodology in this. And this is a perfect thought for the beginning of a new year. And this is why I wanted to focus on this for my next episode. Once you have your vision created for your life, the next step is to shift your focus to the systems that will bring them about in your life. To shift your focus from the destination, in effect, to the journey. See what I just did there? (laughs) You always want to be reminded of the destination and let it inspire and motivate and excite you. But as Tiana's father said, that old star can only take you part of the way. You have to help him with some hard work of your own. You need to develop a system that will take you there. A good system that is in place will actually cause the results you want to take care of themselves. For example, a basketball coach could set a goal of winning a championship and talk about it, hype it up all that he wants. But unless he puts a good system in place to supplement that goal, to achieve it with drills and practice routines and many other things, it will never come about. On the other hand, if a coach puts an amazing system in place and doesn't set a goal for winning a championship, Guess what? There's still a great chance eventually a championship will be won because of the system, not necessarily because of the goal. The systems that you put in place to accomplish your goals are where everything happens that will bring about your goals. If you want to write a book this year as an example, what systems will you put in place to make sure you are moving in that trajectory? Books won't write and publish themselves. Your system needs to include daily time for writing, time for researching, free of distraction and interruption. And although it might just be a little that you write each day, over time you will have written a book. James again points out that you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results. Because it all takes time. Your outcome, he says, are the lagging measures of your habits, not the immediate measure, the lagging measure. As an example, your net worth, he says, is a lagging measure of your financial habits. Your weight is a lagging measure of your eating habits. Your knowledge is a lagging measure of your learning habits. Your clutter, a lagging measure of your cleaning habits. In other words, you get what you repeat. 
Now, will there be discouragement to push through along the way? Absolutely, because that's a part of the process. Understand that change, growth, and accomplishment takes effort and work done consistently over time, and that each of us will have to pass through what he refers to as the valley of disappointment before any of us get to the results that we want. But there's great purpose in that. And here's one of the best metaphors that I've come across to help you not give up when you're feeling disappointment, when you're passing through that valley of disappointment and don't see the results as quickly as what you would like. Imagine for a minute that you're in a room with an ice cube on the table and the room is currently set to 25 degrees. Now, that's a pretty cold room, isn't it? I know a lot of you would not be in that kind of a room, but let's just imagine that you are. Your objective is to melt the ice cube and make yourself warmer in the process. And presently, nothing is happening. So what do you do? Well, you begin to slowly heat up the room by just one degree at a time. And so you go from 25 to 26, and then 26 to 27, and then 28 to 29 degrees. You keep a close eye on that ice cube, but you don't notice any change whatsoever. Now, let's also imagine that you don't know the temperature with which water freezes at. And so you really have no idea how long it's going to take before you see any results. Depending on the effort that you've put in so far to heat the room, you might start to get a little discouraged, wouldn't you? Well, 29 to 30 degrees, still nothing. 30 to 31, still nothing. The disappointment is probably at its highest level and strongest, but you are certain and acting on a belief that if you keep going, no matter the disappointment and no matter the length of time it takes, eventually you'll see the results that you want. 31 to 32 degrees, and suddenly you notice a small drip of water. That ice cube has started to melt. You are finally seeing results, and now the game is on. You know your system is working because you've had a breakthrough. These breakthrough moments of change that we go through often come about in this way and are the results of many previous actions that build up the potential required to unleash, to maintain, and to support a major change. The value for me in this analogy isn't in the breakthrough as much as it's in everything that went into making it. Now, think about how often we complain or get frustrated that things haven't happened as quickly as what we would like. I will be the first to raise my hand that I am a part of that group. You know, the group that feels that we're not seeing the results in whatever it is that we want fast enough group. <laughs> well, James says that complaining about not achieving success despite working hard is like complaining about an ice cube not melting when you have heated it up from 25 to 31 degrees. Your work was not wasted. It's just being stored. All the action happens at 32 degrees. Boy, do you see the lesson in this? I want to challenge you that whatever goals you've set this year and the systems that you then set up to reach them, that this year you will resolve more than any other year to pass through the valley of disappointment without quitting, to trust the process, to trust your system, to trust yourself. Mastery, self-mastery, requires patience and time. The San Antonio Spurs, as much as I don't like that team, being a Jazz fan, have been, I must admit, one of the most successful teams in NBA history. They have a quote from social reformer Jacob Rias hanging in their locker room that says this, and I love this quote. When nothing seems to help, 
I go and look at a stonecutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet at the hundredth and first blow, it will split in two. And I know it was not that last blow that did it, but all that had gone before. Isn't that so good? This is the mentality that we need to create in ourselves and in our systems, in whatever we're doing and put in place to reach our goals and create that vision for our lives and our world. The reason for this, I believe, is because growth to be sustained needs to be given time for the roots to be developed so as to support the growth. I've shared before another one of my favorite analogies in that quite literally it takes almost five years for any perceptible growth to be seen in bamboo plants. However, what is not seen is all the growth beneath the surface that is happening to support the eventual growth above the surface when it breaks through. And once that root system is in place and the breakthrough happens, that bamboo plant grows to its full measure above ground within months. It just had to be patient. It just had to trust the process. It just had to keep going. Now, God as the ultimate gardener desires to bless us more than I believe we have any idea. He wants to see us successful. He wants to see us achieve our dreams and goals and wants to assist us in that process. However, he is in a very unique position in that he can see not only what is growing above the surface, but more importantly, also what is growing beneath the surface. And the last thing that he will do, because he loves us, is bless us in ways that can end up hurting us. While, as you know, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers, I also believe some of his greatest gifts are delayed answers to prayers. He knows when the roots are ready to support the growth above ground. And if things aren't happening as fast as we want, maybe it's an opportunity to trust him a little more that he knows what he's doing with us. And the problem isn't with him. Maybe it still lies with us. There's a scripture in my faith that has come to provide great clarity for me in my life as it relates to God working in my life. It is found in the Doctrine and Covenants, section 101, verse 11. During a time when those he was speaking to were wanting results more quickly in their lives, he taught them a great principle by saying this, Therefore be ye as wise as serpents, and yet without sin, and I will order all things for your good as fast as ye are able to to receive them. Boy, at least to me in that one verse, he gives us a great pattern for how to incorporate him in our growth plan, in the creation of our vision, and in coming to see the results that we want in our lives. Number one is to be as wise as serpents, to be smart, to study, to create that vision, and to move slowly and patiently. Number two, to keep sin from our lives as much as possible, repenting whenever needed. And three, to trust that he will order all things for our good as fast as we can receive them or as fast as we are able to receive them safely. Now, I feel impressed to remind each of us that sin is one of the greatest deterrents to the things that we desire most in life. Money, success, recognition only serves to make inherent deficiencies and weaknesses in us worse, not better. Therefore, as a loving father, he will wait to bless us with what we seek, especially if it involves or is connected to any of those things until we're ready for it. Another verse that speaks to this is where a group of people in the scriptures were seeking to build something special and were given the following counsel from God. Verily he said, I say unto you, it is my will that you should build a house. If you keep my commandments, you shall have power to build it. 
If you keep my commandments, the love of the Father shall continue with you. Therefore, you shall not walk in darkness. I know there have been times in my life where I've wanted to build something, but I felt that I was walking in darkness. And one of the first places I had to look was what was I allowing into my life that was maybe blocking the Spirit or God from being fully present and active in the creation of my life. There is a direct connection to keeping God's commandments and seeing the results that we want in our lives. In whatever system that you put in place to accomplish your goals this year, make sure it involves daily repentance and increasing your connection with God. I know that He will order all things for your good as fast as you are able to receive them as well. As a reminder of this principle, President Russell M. Nielsen, the leader of my faith, taught these very principles at the start of this new year when he posted a picture of him deep sea fishing and said, For me, deep sea fishing has been infrequent but instructive. Success, sometimes like with fishing, requires patience, persistence, and prayer. (laughs) Yeah, I can definitely relate to the aspect of prayer when it comes to fishing. He said, as we begin this new year and make resolutions to improve things in our lives, that these three requisites for successful fishing can help us. First, he said, be patient. As with fishing, real change requires, again, time, and often a lot of time. It is tempting to expect immediate results and then become disappointed when things don't work out exactly as planned. This may be why the Apostle Paul counseled us to run with patience the race that is set before us. Second, he says, is be persistent, to keep at it. Even when things get difficult, push through the tough times and realize that even small victories mean that you are having success. The Savior, he said, waxed strong in spirit. As he grew older, we too can wax strong in spirit in our talents and habits if we persevere. Third, to be prayerful. Call upon God for the strength you need as you labor diligently to become a better version of yourself, a better disciple of Jesus Christ, a brighter light in the world. For they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. Now, thanks again for listening today and every day, everyone. Focus this week on building a better self by building a better system. Develop morning and evening routines and the self-discipline to stick with them. Create systems for each goal that you have for yourself this year because creating those systems is how you will create your life and bring about the realization of your goals. Now, for further instruction on how to create and put these systems in place and how to teach them to your kids, make sure to pick up the study and teaching guide for today's episode. Again, access through the show notes and or from my website at joshdowns.com. As James reminds us, goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. Trust that you have heaven on your side cheering you on and that as you strive to be better, your life will be shaped for the better. It all starts with you. God will order things for your good as fast as you can receive them. Now have a great week. And until next week, I'm Josh Downs, and you've been listening to The Drive.